Welcome to the Christian Men Unscripted Podcast, where Christian men get together to talk about real issues, real struggles, and real victories. We're here to have honest conversations about what it means to be a Christian man in today's world. We'll be talking about marriage, fatherhood, leadership, faith, and more. And we'll be doing it all in a way that is honest, open, and unscripted. Subscribe today and join us on this journey. <laughs> all right. You guys ready? Hey, oh yeah, let's okay. do it, man. Let's hey, do it. Hey, welcome back. Christian Men Unscripted Podcast. We're back after the holidays. I don't know if you would call this season two or just welcome back after the break. <laughs> yeah. But I'm Alan Underwood, your host here with Seth Lazan. What's up, guys? He's back in person. In person I'm with, a beard. with yeah, a beard. Well, it, right? from here, you can't really see it. Yeah. We're only four feet apart or not yeah. three feet, but, back from but I know it's there. I saw it reflecting in the light. Yeah. And then John Harney, of course, who you hear talking there. Yeah. Hey. Anyway, John, what are we going to talk about today? We kind of discussed a little bit of a uh, leap of faith with Seth taking a leap of faith, if you will, which we can get into, you know, the, what that even means. But moving out here, we're excited to have Seth back. I just want to hear about Seth. Seth. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Oh. Michigan. How was it? Uh, it was, it wasn't bad. It was, it was Michigan, you know. Uh, the fall was great. I enjoyed the yeah. fall, and then it got colder, and like there was like no sunshine, and it's depressing. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I had to, ha- I had to like turn all the lights on, and because uh, people don't like lights, and I don't know why. Like in Michigan, there was like no lights on, so I had to turn them all on to like feel better about myself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was out in Michigan over the summer. I loved it. Yeah, it's great in the summer, spring, yeah. early fall, winter, yeah, and then you know for six months it's not good. Gray, you know? it's just gray. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was telling, I mean, I, I just took, uh, I just started my position at Grace Community Church in Boulder City. And uh, um, so I got to preach this past Sunday, and which was great. You know, I'm learning from Pastor Steve. He's really a good teacher, um, helping me, you know, learn. And he's compassionate and kind. And um, But one thing I did share in my sermon was that I used to, like, I hate, I hate the, the uh, snow. I hate all that. But when it starts melting and there's a whole bunch of, like, grass and it's 40 degrees and we're all wearing shorts and we're happier um <laughs> you know we're we're excited that there's no there's less snow and then i get to he- i get to smell the uh the grass and the flowers and i get to see um you know baseball season starting like i have that kind of hope and that's i loved that um so baseball are you a tiger fan yeah, my, oh, my well, there's no that. hope there. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, but, but if once they come uh, to Las Vegas to go to play the athletics, yeah. the tickets Las are like Vegas three or four dollars, and oh, oh yeah, yeah, always go. Detroit, Detroit definitely supports their sports teams. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, same as Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland's in the playoffs. Mm, oh, yeah. I know. I had to text Joe Allen. Fl- Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe yeah. Flacco. Uh, that's yeah. their guy right now, dude. I love yeah. it. I'm gonna start a whole other podcast just on the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean it was exciting. I like to see all the fans how excited they were on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it, it was great to to see Joe Flacco kind of succeed. And you know, I, yeah. I, I was like, I was bummed when they got rid of him in, in Baltimore because I was like, he's Super Bowl quarterback. And he's I didn't still, like him at all in Baltimore. <laughs> I, I always know, beat man. the Browns. I know, well, but yeah. I was like, Super Bowl quarterback. Why would you get rid of him? Like he's only like you know early 30s or at that time. And, so yeah. just a, a bummer. But um, as we were talking about leap of faith, you know, one of the things that you know, I was talking to Steve early in end of August and we were like, um, we want to be back here, but we also want to make sure that we're not kind of taking a job under the guise that we're going to leave it once you know we start in uh, mm-hmm. at Grace Community Church. Hopefully that works. So we kind of took a leap of faith there and we we moved back to Michigan Mm-hmm. With no guarantee to get back, but we had we had a you know we put all our stuff in a storage unit here and 
And, uh, you know, I felt called to ministry. We talked about those in, yeah. in the past that I've felt this, yeah, I feel this strong desire to continue to do ministry, but there's no guarantee I was going to get back here. We didn't want to like invest in stuff in Michigan. So we were kind of just, just kind of chilling, um, there, uh, kind of waiting and just making this trying to, you know, God, what's, what are you doing? How are you going to do this? And, and I told my wife, I mean, it felt four months felt forever. Yeah. But, uh, it seemed like forever. Yeah. yeah it, it, yeah. it, it felt like forever for us too. <laughs> um, but I was, you know, once we get there, you know, once we get to the other side, this won't, it will feel like this is a good kind of growing season. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of what we feel right now. And we're still, we're not really settled yet. So we're excited for that to happen too. Yeah. We got to be kind of active in, in moving some of your stuff in yes, to your new you. place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that was super awesome. My back is still hurting. So bad, dude. <laughs> a lot of books. You got a lot of books. books. I, I was carrying boxes of books. Where like, well, I intentionally, I would like go to grab a box of books if I'm being honest and I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to grab this one right Alan's here. behind me. I'm going <laughs> to grab this other one. Oh yeah. And I'll grab the box and I would make it look like it was heavy when I was walking by. I'm like, I think this one's full of books. And then I get in the house. I'm like, I don't know why they only put one pillow in this giant box, but <laughs> yeah. it's fine with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> So we didn't break anything, did we? Uh, not, I don't know. I, I, I'm just like letting it be and we'll yeah. find out later. Okay. So wait, how's your wife now that she's here? How'd she's, that go? She's great. You know, she did miss leaving family. It was kind of hard to leave family, but it was also nice to be able to go to where, you know, we feel like God has call, been, you know, calling us to kind of this area. Um, so yeah, she didn't enjoy leaving them, but there was also lots of things that we didn't, you know, there was lots of, yeah, I don't want to. My family listens to this. Like it was. Oh, they do. It was hard. I don't know. Yeah, I I tr- I suggested they listen to it, but it, there was a hard moment because <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> Hi, family, who's probably not listening. I'm just gonna make you feel better while I'm looking at you. I'm Thank sure you. they're listening. Of course, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. They 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 might be listening, but it, like there was hard moments for all of us when we yeah. were kind of close quarters. You know, visiting them, visiting my family for a few weeks. Visiting, you know, being with Britt's family going to visit other family members because we're like, we're probably not going to come back here because we don't have, you know, that much money. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so we want to spend as much time as we could, but you know, there's, there's difficulties when you're that it's like, it's like extended Thanksgiving and Christmas. So like Mm -hmm. you have like just lots of time together where you're like, I don't, Hmm. I don't know why I like there, you know, times where they'd be, I'd be like, I don't know if they like me. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Am I annoying to them? I well, used, there was the Brit's little brother who's twelve. I would always give him life lessons, and he'd you know because he would you know be messing up. I'd be like, "Hey, you want to be grow to be a man? You got to do this." And then, and then he's like, "I hate your life lessons." <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I'm sure at twelve, you know that twelve, thirteen year old. I'm every young twelve year old appreciates some guy giving him life lessons. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah right. too funny. All right, so it was basically an, it was honestly though it was a leap of faith in that in the sense. And we can even talk about that, by the way. I said it before we even got started here. You, you, we all use that term leap of faith. But actually, yeah. obviously, I kind of looked it up when I was talking about it. Not even about the podcast, about something else. Alan and I, I want to talk a little bit about how interesting it is that we pray over things. And then all of a sudden, God will all of a sudden sometimes put you to the test about what you prayed about within a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. For me, it was within less than 24 hours with Alan. It was within less Same. than 24. Right yeah. right after you. Within a day or so of talking to each other. And this is something we haven't even told you about, Seth. But yeah. it's it goes with you operating by faith. I'm very proud to know you. I've shared that with my kids that mm. here's a young guy. You're a young guy to us. 
willing to move his family, go completely impose on family members in Michigan because mm -hmm. you're otherwise living in a van down by the river. Apparently don't like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I just don't like them like like sometimes. Him. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, after a while. You said they don't like you. You don't think. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I'm I didn't, sure I didn't say the others, the other side of it. Yeah. They... <laughs> Just full disclosure, I'm sure that everybody's awesome. So, hey, but no, the, the point is you're you're willing to move halfway yeah. across the country again for it. ministry work is if you're genuinely in it for the ministry of it, it's not mm -hmm. about the money, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was a leap of faith. And so um, philosophically, that's kind of a dumb statement because really faith out of the Bible, biblical faith is genuine hope and genuine ass assurance mm -hmm. in the object of our faith. You don't have to blindly yeah. move forward because we have biblical examples of people operating by faith. They're given to us examples. You know what I mean? So right. we can see like, wow, this guy obeyed God and, and operated faithfully mm -hmm. and God not only protected him, but provided abundantly even beyond. Right. Like you're saying, yeah, it's, it's like you're in the, you're in the season when you're staying with family that feels a little bit sometimes, um, again, to use a word like you're an imposition, maybe, I guess is a, a yeah. polite way of putting it when you're rubbing each other wrong. Cause you've been in people's houses for too long. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, the other side is going to be awesome. And so mm -hmm. I want to ask you about that too. Like your wife, when I said she moved out here, but I mean, you guys are, you just moved to a new place. You're starting mm -hmm. a new job. She's trying to work from home. Got the kids at home. You know, like, how do you feel about responding by faith? And don't let me forget, Alan, I want you to share your 24 yeah. hour prayer thing in a minute. Uh, yeah. When you guys said that, I was like, what, what are we talking about me for? <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah. hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to finish kind of hearing yeah. some of your, because you were just saying it. Cause I, you could kind of yeah. tell by your initial response. We hadn't seen you for everybody, anyone listening. We hadn't really yeah. seen Seth in person other than moving him and then holidays. Yeah. yeah. And I'm at, we were asking you like, how is it? And the response is, well, it's, you know, yeah. still kind of in the mm -hmm. transitional period. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely still in, you know, that kind of figuring out life, you know, trying to get our, trying to kind of uh, spend all the money to get our pantry filled up that we didn't have. And so there, there's like, oh man, like this, you know, there's a stretching as well. Cause you know, we had some discussion. Uh, we had them, uh, Britt and I had some discussion where we're like, oh man, like we're not, you know, our, our budget's not going to make it, you know, like we're, we're kind of over budget for a lot of stuff. And yeah. so it's like, you know, but we decided we wanted to, you know, we, we sat down and prayed about it and was just like, you know, like, we're never, we're not guaranteed to have a big savings. And in fact, sometimes it's frowned upon to have to accumulate wealth in scripture. And so we want to make sure that we're being people who don't hold so tightly to the money or to our savings. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we're not only being generous, but also being. <laughs> we being, were talking about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is all flowing right into oh, what, good. what Alan's going to bring up. Oh, perfect. Because that's, you know, that that's a struggle for been a struggle but we're also wanting to make sure that um we're faithful to what god has called us to you know you know we we're not able to save for a house but you know we want to make sure we want to ask we want to not hold on to owning a house or not hold on to these different these different desires and dreams that that maybe you, you see when you're a kid you owning houses and having you know my parents had a, have a pretty nice house and so you kind of want to get there but you have to put there's, you can't just go there. You have to kind of wait out. And then, and then for us, we're like, you know what? We may never get to that place that other people are at. And, you know, we don't want to have to, we don't want to feel like we're missing out. And sometimes you have that kind of envy and fear for us. And so that's kind of something that we're, we've been kind of praying about and, and seeking the Lord and kind of taking, you know, like you said, like, even though it doesn't, you know, it's a leap of faith is like, 
that that's like obviously we have an assurance in what God has done. Sometimes when you take that step, you know, in Indiana Jones who takes that you know step on that uh, invisible bridge with you know the sand down there, it's still kind of like a little scary. That, yeah, and uh, you you hope that you pray and you and you believe that God is there, but you're hoping that you heard him right, or you're hoping like you're like, did I am I like what did I hear? Like you have those kind of questions, and so um, we're you know, kind of going through like, you know what, God, we're trying to lean on his promises and his faithfulness and his, and the fact that he's the one who owns everything. And, and, uh, if we're at a place where we're not, um, um, you know, we're not saving stuff, we can still trust God and say, you know what, you're the one that we're living for, not, not having possessions or having wealth. And so, yeah, it's a struggle Dude, for us. I absolutely Keep talking. Love exactly what you're saying. What's funny is I'm trying to also look at this note and I'm like, I can't read what that even says. <laughs> <I got that. laughs> um, okay. So going on to that topic, I was literally thrown off because I'm like, I'm trying to see like, what is that? <laughs> I got the worst handwriting. I just wrote him a note. And I wanted to ask him a question while you were talking. Yeah, I was they, still listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. I can repeat everything for you. you no, want. no. I listened to the whole thing. I was actually going to try to respond because I want to share. It's exactly what Alan and I were talking about. Everything yeah. you just shared, because you're mm-hmm. talking about like, okay, am I going to have confidence in savings? And I, hey, is it only about the money? And, and it's a little bit scary to, mm-hmm. I can say I have total faith in God. I have mm-hmm. total assurance. Mm-hmm. I can operate by faith. I have examples out of the Bible to operate by faith. And I'm trying to hear from God, but am I hearing? Is he yeah. saying go? Or did he say, wait, wait, yeah. wait, go? No. Is go? that me saying go? Or is that you oh, saying A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. It's so hard to do. I know. So share a little bit because we kind of had a conversation, Alan. My portion is very, very short. In fact, I'm going to get to you because let me just share so we don't even have to come back to me on this. No, go ahead. I, I'm telling you, Seth, earlier. Mm-hmm. I share it, pulpits for like our tiny little church, for a church up in Mount Charleston um, when the pastor was on sabbatical, things like that. What a blessing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that pastor is retiring now. I love that man. Amazing guy. Uh, deserves to retire, has some health issues, some other personal issues that after almost 40 years of ministry, it's time for him to retire after he had done another full career prior to that, by the way. Um, And so I've been asked to cover the pulpit for a while, uh, kind of as an interim pastor until they hire a new pastor. To back up prior to that request of me, 24 hours prior, I was on a walk. I do not like my job. Full disclosure, I don't think I'm alone, but I kind of hate my job. I'm going to use a strong word. I'm going to use a Seth versus Slurpee word. I hate it. Um, and so I was, I was on a walk and I was prayer, pray, just praying to God, just prayerfully considering, like, God, I, you know, I'm paying for my kids to go to GCU. I love that school and things like that. But I kind of, though I have a retirement that's a, an amazing blessing, it's not cheap to send two kids to college at the same time. And so it's been a blessing this job has, but I don't, I'm not a fan. So I'm praying, God, I would rather be about your business. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look at ministry for the financial purpose of it. As you are fully aware, it's not mm-hmm. about the money ever. It shouldn't be. If guys are in it for it, they, they need to take that. That's between them and God. They need to be, get right. But I got to earn a little bit of a living somewhere mm-hmm. uh, in addition if I want to. And so basically I'm praying about it. Less than 24 hours later, I was like, just praying, God, I, I just want to do something different. Mm. And I get this phone call and it's like, hey, would you consider? And it was it's ministry stuff. Um, to the dollar, it pays around 10 times less than my current career. You know, I think within a few pennies. <laughs> but uh, so interesting test within 24 hours of praying. I want to be about God's business. I want to be involved in ministry. I get this phone call and this sort of an offer, if, you know. Um, so I'm talking to Alan about it. So that's it on my story. I'm, I'm still praying through this, by the way. Yeah. So this is all, that's how fresh it is. You're learning now. Um, hmm. 
but it's still some God is amazing, right? No matter what, I have to laugh. Okay, God, got it. That's funny. Thanks. <laughs> He's like, here you go, John. Yeah, here you go. You're about me. Is it about money or is it about me? See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's more to it, of course. It's yeah. far more complicated than just that. But then I call, I'm talking to Alan about it and got to share it. I, it's so wild. I mean, you know, just some of it or whatever. Just yeah, how it so is. we started the podcast because we want to start our own ministry. And it's not about money. We don't, we put in money. We don't get any money out of it. It's like, we just do the podcast. We get together. We're in the studio. As you can hear, my kids are in the background because it's just my loft. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's not really a studio. We put some blackout curtains, but I can still hear every noise that is happening behind me. And I'm texting them on my watch. I'm like, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And I'm like, I really just want to be involved about God's work. I don't care if it pays just anything, just enough to pay my bills. I don't want profit. I don't like the savings. You were talking about the savings. Funny. We were talking about that before you came over because you were yeah. stuck in traffic. I'm like, my savings keeps going down and down and down. And I start to panic when it gets to a certain degree. And I'm like, well, I'm still, I was talking to somebody at work today and they're way worse than I am. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say it's a bad or good or whatever, but that person is happy, has two kids and does her thing. And I'm, uh, I was like, well, I felt really ashamed when she told me what she has in her bank account and what I'm panicking about. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I got, I got a lot of nerve to be honest with you. But I was like, I really would like to make this something, whether mm -hmm. we can help people or not. And we found out we are helping people as we've talked and we've shared. Mm -hmm. So that's why we keep doing it. And then I was like, well, I got to just quit my job too. But I work a lot. Like I, I retired a from the lot. police. <laughs> Every time I talk to you, man. <laughs> I retired from the police department and I, um, I volunteered to, to do a Bible class. So they pay me, it's, but I like it. Mm -hmm. And then I do security during the day. And then after work, I go do basketball. And when you coach at a small school, there's a private school, there was a lot of traveling. I literally one night didn't get home till 2.30 in the morning, went up to Ely, came back and I'm wore out. And I'm not young. I mean, I might look pretty young. Okay, maybe <laughs> not, but I'm wore out. And I was like, I just want to do the podcast. I want to get involved in helping people. We, we started this and we would say, we do the podcast. We also want to go out and serve the community, but we're not doing that yet. But I think, mm -hmm. like, if John is not working, I'm not working, you're doing your thing part-time, we have more time together. And I was like, I can't, I can't quit. And then my, I open the door and I see my daughter in the car. And I'm like, because she's waiting for me to finish basketball practice. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm writing a pros and cons list about not coming here next year and going to, back to public school. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that, you know, because I wanted yeah. to be in a Christian school. But she goes, her main, and this is the key that got me listening to her. I go, well, what's the pros and cons? Well, the main pro, the main, main con is the environment in public school. And for her to say that made right. me think she knows what she's talking about. I was mm -hmm. like, okay. I go, well, why do you want to go back to public school? She goes, well, I really only want to do my three classes my senior year. She already went there one year. So she has friends there. It's not like she's going to a new school. Mm -hmm. And I want to work. And I want to save for college because I can't afford for her to go away for college. I got money in the college fund, but you're going to have to pay a little bit of your way. So she wants to start saving. I'm like, well, you're making a lot of sense. Then I was like, well, if you do that, and this is literally one, I don't know, when did we talk? And I talked to you the next day, 24 hours after I talked to you. You were praying about the similar yeah. stuff. And we prayed yeah. over the phone. Yeah. yeah. And, I was, and I was like, well, you have six months, well, four months to make that decision. But if she makes that decision that she wants to go, I will let her. And I will do this full time, put mm -hmm. more effort into this, more effort into, uh, ministry more. And it's not, it's not about making money. I'm not worried about that, but I'm worried about, cause I have a retirement. So I have the money, but I don't have the money to put her in school and not work there. Yeah. So it would just give us more time to do what we can. And that's when she said that I'm like, wow, 
Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. And then I was talking to other people and they're like, well, don't you want her in a Christian school? What, you know, this and that. And it's a, it's a good question. I'm like, well, the one person I was talking to today, she was like, well, I want my kids in a Christian school. And I go, I get it. I understand. Cause it's helped my kids immensely help my daughter so much. You, mm-hmm. do, you guys know, mm-hmm. but also I'm still here. I'm still her, her foundation. Like, yeah. you know, to bring her to church, to keep her involved and not just let her do what she wants because she's in public school. So, and you're, you know, your kids went to public school and yeah. they're, you know, and yeah. your kids are homeschooled. So it's not about necessarily the Christian school, which is great. You got to, got to have faith in what you were doing and what she's doing. And as yeah. a young adult, I feel like she's making a choice, not out of what's the word, just not on a whim. She's like mm-hmm. thinking about it. So I'm like, okay, you've got four months, but if she does do that, then that'll give me more time to work on this, to do more than just a podcast. I would like to go out and we would like to serve the community and then come back and talk about it where we can help people. And we already know we're helping people because we've gotten messages and we've gotten conversations at the gym and you know, your yeah. families talk to you. I'm sure about it. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. much they love it. And they oh, can't yeah. wait for you to move. And they can't wait for you to move they, back yeah. and do it. Keep doing well, it. I've get got, out of yeah, the house. I've some Facebook <laughs> you know, messages too. Uh, people like, saw me. I'm like, I don't know who this is. I was, it was in my like, you know, spam. And, oh yeah. And so I, I looked but, in there yeah. and I was like, I was, so I, I responded and it was really, it was really cool. You yeah. know? So you see those kind of yeah. things in my family, you know, I don't, I was like, I go to the car, do the podcast. And they're like, oh, just doing podcasts. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no. So I felt like that was like, maybe God talking to me or Maybe he's like, no, don't let your daughter leave. I don't know what yeah. the answer is. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's yeah. kind of goes right back to what you're talking about. Yeah. We we say, God, I want to hear from you. Yeah. Lord, please. You what know. decision are you going to make? Yeah. Well, and I then, think... then you think, okay, I told him, I'm like, we've, I think I've talked about it on a podcast. Is that God talking or is that me going, yeah, yeah. I want to do this. This is, I don't want to be yeah. here no more. Because I do like the job. It is a good job. There's good people there. But I would really like to be, like being off for the holidays. I'm like, I could really be back here not doing nothing as much better. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think that there's and a combination we'll of that, by the way. We have a tendency yeah. to, I guess, listen to the projections that we like the best right. sometimes right. and try to like hyper-spiritualize it and be like, I'm pretty sure this is from God <laughs> and maybe it's not. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's a good important. call, God. Good call. Yeah. On that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then like six months later, like that was a bad decision. God, why yeah. did you do that? To yeah, me? exactly. Right, there's, right. there's certainly is a balance, but I think getting into the word prayerfully is probably the most powerful antidote to yeah. falling for that kind of yeah. stuff. Well, you know? and, and community too. Like if you don't, yeah. if you don't have a you know couple of guys at a table to be willing to, to have a conversation, then, yeah. then you can make dumb decisions and just mm-hmm. be like, you know, think of rationalize lots, lots more than if you have trusted guys who are with you and able yeah. to have a conversation, you know, on microphones. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the, like John said, it's 10 times less. I mean, I'm losing a big chunk too, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to do that to put more into this. Yeah. And I really want to, I really, really like to do this as much as we can. Yeah. yeah. Cause if it's helping people and it's doing what it's doing, that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I don't, money's not a big deal. I don't care about that. I don't, yeah, I'm more worried about my family. I guess my daughter is a concern. Like, is this the of right, course. the right yeah. move? You know. Well, I mean, I think that oftentimes parents uh, tend not to make the faithful decision because they want their kids to, um, you know, you know, be in the same house or like you know they, they want to have a this place for the kids to come back to, and so like mm-hmm. there's maybe an opportunity for you to 
to sell your house and become a missionary or something just to use a crazy example, but um, close to what I want to do, but right. missionary part is not part of it. Well, I mean, yeah, well, it's one of those things where I do want to sell my house and travel. <laughs> yeah. Well, and for me that to rationalize, it's like, well, I can do more with the right. big house and I can, you know, I can yeah. do more with that and, and I can have small groups meeting in a house. And, and, and while mm-hmm. that's true, that yeah. may not be the calling. The, yeah. what I, what I'm, what I'm, Actually, I'm I'm rationalizing maybe my sure. desire for a big house, or I'm mm-hmm. rationalizing my desire to keep something instead of letting go of something. Um, you know, selling mm-hmm. a house like for for you know you guys, you guys you know have you might have to you know because of different finances, you might have to sell a house or sell something or get rid of things that you want to hold on to, and uh, you know that might yeah. So all I have to say is I think that that is sometimes the hard, harder path. Like I don't have anything right now that, that I have to like sell or anything. It's like, but for you guys, it's you have like a lot of books. Have, that's true. I mean, you know, Hey, listen, let me say that though. Do you remember I pointed that out when we were moving him? Yeah. I was like, do you have more stuff coming? Like a truck coming? <laughs> and he was like, Nope, this is everything I own. I, I mean that in the most genuine way. I was envious of that because yeah. you really don't have, but you're younger. You, yeah. you know what I mean? I know, you know, I guess at some point in my life, I didn't have that much either. Like when I yeah. first moved down to my parents' house kind of a thing, <laughs> but I was actually, yeah. I, I'm in a, in the most positive way I can say it. I was like kind of impressed with that. Cause I was like, dude, we just, we did like a couple pickup truck loads and it's everything you own. Like I would, yeah I feel like a massive hoarder. You know what I mean? Dude, right. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with all my stuff. Right. But, but mm-hmm. that's, that's where like you get into this, uh, desire or, um, you know, kind of just, you know, you're used to things instead yeah. of being a like, lifestyle. Yeah. Lifestyle where mm-hmm. like, it's not like, that's a, like what you brought up about, you know, someone that you, that you work with who, you know, said who you were like ashamed about your own kind of thought process mm-hmm. and, I, and we get used to a certain lifestyle. And so when, when we get to this place where it's like, we might have to change it, it feels way bigger than mm-hmm. maybe what it really is. And it's just, you know, you have to, sell your house downsize a little bit but mm-hmm. it's different yeah I, I don't know i'm trying to i mean i'm trying to speak from a perspective that uh i don't have <laughs> uh so yeah so i guess i'm you know, i would you know definitely encourage you to kind of go into that area mm-hmm. and whoever's listening like there's there's so many ways that you can justify not not taking a move or not making a mm-hmm. step towards faithfulness to christ yeah. because of what you have or because of what you want to have. And, and, uh, it's not a bad thing. There's those, those can't, aren't necessarily bad things, but if they become the reason you don't do something, then I think that that you might have to evaluate your, mm-hmm. um, grip on those things. Yeah. And I think that's the key is like, we're talking about doing this full time and quitting our jobs and this makes us no money, yeah. but it's more, it seems more fulfilling. Does that, you know, oh, it, it I, seems, this is therapeutic for me. It's just yeah. enjoyable for me to sit here and stare at you guys, you yeah. know, yeah. make fun of you a little beautiful, bit. Beautiful eyes too. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting weird fast. <laughs> no, it is. I agree with you on that. I actually, we know, I don't know. I have no expectations of that. Nope. I just, I think it's therapeutic for us to talk about mm-hmm. it. And what, from the very, very beginning, if us being open, honest, and frank about just things in our own lives and our own thought processes and our own walk of faith, if you will, with families, everything else, mm-hmm. if it can help anyone else to recognize yeah. like, dude, because I'm on the outside, I can actually, I can make it look like, matter of fact, let me share this just real fast. It's similar stuff we're talking about. I've got to put together a resume. I was also asked, hey, 
So God will always provide, by the way, mm-hmm. right? So I was asked to put together a resume for something else as well to maybe speak and teach and stuff. Because I, I speak at like, random retirements and things like that. I mean, it might be a, a potential source for income. Maybe not. I don't know. But then all of a sudden, I'm trying to think like, man, I've got to put some stuff on paper about myself. I haven't had to do a resume in a long time. I had a full career, uh, a super fun one. I did all this neat stuff. I haven't done a resume. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the church, by the way, when they asked, hey, you know, would you be willing to put your name in the hat, your name, blah, blah, blah. Um, they even said, you know, if you're able to send, submit a resume um, on paper, I can make it look like I'm super squared away and I have it all together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and my point about the, like, even talking about this podcast is the reality is I can make it look like I have it all together on paper. I can sit in front of somebody and do an interview and make them think that I have it all together. I can preach in front of a church and make them think that I have it all together. Mm -hmm. But that very night or that drive home from church after I've preached or shared at a church, dude, I could fall apart. I could take a single phone call. We talked about this a long time Mm -hmm. ago. A person cut me off a phone call where my world almost feels like it's falling apart. Mm -hmm. And I actually go right back into a stupid dark place or a stupid dumb place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I realized like, oh man, oh, I made a mistake on this or oh, I screwed up on that. And so I think that's the whole point too that we're always trying to share is dude, yeah. you can make it look like, and sometimes you're going to have it all together and that's awesome. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times you're not and that's okay. You know? Yeah. I was talking about this with my wife and doing this and I'm like, you know, working there, it's, I mean, Teaching Bible to eighth graders is more like me going over the Bible with them and learning myself because I have you guys here to make me look good, both of you, <laughs> because I was talking to my wife and there I made a career out of being not very good at anything. <laughs> 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 I'll be honest with you, the fact that I got on the police department and survived 23 years without getting killed or killing somebody is a blessing. And yeah. I'm not I don't I'm not degrading myself. Don't get me wrong. I. I'm just, there was nothing I was ever good at. I didn't pay attention to school. I had bad grades. I mm-hmm. went in the military. That's the only thing I could do. Yeah. Because as we know, I'm not the smartest guy. Your daughter has pointed that out quite often. Several times. No, I'm, yeah, just I'm just joking. I know <laughs> she, she, she even brought it up at Christmas but, dinner. Did she really? Uh, no. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> but I joke, but the serious, seriously, like I couldn't sit here and write something to send out to somebody because I'm not good with <laughs> grammar and punctuation and everything. I'm just not good at things. Words. Words. Thank you. But I'm like, what would I do? I'm like, I'm a security guard at a private school and I coach. I like basketball. I know basketball. But what I do think I'm good at is I'm, I think I'm good with talking to people mm-hmm. like uh, with kids, for sure. Basketball players, young kids, uh, teenagers, high schoolers, not young kids, little kids are, they're a little rough. <laughs> yeah. I don't like yeah. little kids. Yeah. No, I do like them, but I just, no, I like they got boogers and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is what I like doing. This is what I want to do. I don't care if it makes money. I have my retirement. This is, I want to do this full time if we can. Eventually, that would be the key. It's funny you say all that because actually, interesting that you know you were pointing out the things that you're not good at or whatever. Right. When the reality is, as a believer in Christ, and how you even want to, how we want this to be a ministry, it doesn't have to be necessarily a teaching ministry or anything. No. I'm just a, a just talking unscripted about stuff. You got me to thinking. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Who, mm-hmm. and that's all things for the kingdom for edifying and building up other believers, bringing people to Jesus. It's, it's for doing things for God. And so it actually has nothing to do with what you're good at at all. It has to do with, are you availing yourself to what you're being called to do? Right. And then by the way, you got the creator of all things, the sustainer of all things, who's now going to empower you to do those Mm -hmm. things that he's called you to do. So your own abilities don't even matter anymore. You're going to be used. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And that's pretty fun actually. 
Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, the Philippians uh, four passage, which, you know, mm-hmm. all things like it's, it's more about Paul's experience in every situation, even the lowest and the highest, yeah. you know, being in prison, not yeah. having anything and, and being aware that in every, in every, every situation mm-hmm. he can do it, he can go through it. But you know, at the same time, like we're, so when, you know, for me, that's something where it's like, you know, like I've, I have my, we have our kids, we have our families. And so we want to make sure we're stewarding things well. Right. Um, and, uh, but we also know that if there is a circumstance that comes around where I'm not very good at something like, you know, and we all kind of, I think we all feel that yeah. we all feel like we're not good at stuff. Like there's things, you know, as a pastor where it's like, man, like I'm not as good of a preacher as I want to be, or I'm not at like, you know, there's times where I, I knew certain things that I don't know right now. Cause I haven't studied in a while. And sure. so I'm like, man, I totally hate my memory. You know, so there's things that you kind of get, you know, you're like, I, I'm just not, good at this anymore or maybe have i ever been good at this you start to question those things and, and uh you mean the rapping yeah no, that that too but um and, and that's one of the things is is like you were saying like it's it's not necessarily about what you're good at but what god is good at and that you are you're avail- willing to yeah, be available right. for that yeah that's because we don't deserve uh, anything like people like the imposter syndrome you guys heard of that I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. I've heard that. So people are like, I'm just not good enough. Like, I don't feel like I'm good anymore. Like, I used to be really good. I'm not. And so a lot of people can feel that. And I think really what it is, is that you have pride in yourself and you're really, you're really not willing to admit that I don't know some of these things that maybe mm-hmm. I used to know or like, man, I'm not as good as it, at this. And so I think we've, as we talked about for being in leadership, being a man in past podcasts, listen to those, but you know, for one of the things that I always came back to is humility really helps you kind of get through those things and really rely on Jesus um, more. So, yeah, there's something else I want to say to you, but I totally forgot. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> well, the word I was looking for was self-deprecating. I'm not trying to be that. That's a smart yeah. word. That See, you are you're so much more intelligent <laughs> than you say, man. You're but, always hiding it like a poker player, man. We never that, know. Yeah. On that note, but that we just this what right now we're recording this on january 3rd or whatever it is and um we were talking to we were talking today at work with somebody different person maybe same person i don't remember see i'm getting old about new year's resolutions mm. i'm like huh i don't i don't like new year's to me is not a big deal it's not like right. i don't go out and like oh happy new year i don't care but and i do i make resolutions kind of i guess but it's not so much a resolution as more of a reset like hey let's look back at what you did this year mm-hmm. and what you want to do that year mm-hmm. and that's where this came in and that's where these conversations were coming in is like what do i want to do what do we want to do so i don't have necessarily think it's a resolution i think they're good if you can stick to them but like i want to I want to like, that's why I like having you guys here. Cause I like listening to you guys. You guys know what you're talking about. I want to be more involved in getting in the word more, mm-hmm. not just in the morning, not just quiet time, but like studying it. And I do have, you know, Arnaldo who was on our podcast before yeah. him and I, when we're at school, we go over it and I want to just do that more. I want to be mm-hmm. more involved. So when I, when we do have time to go out and serve the community and, you know, share the gospel, I know I'm confident in what I'm doing Yeah, because I don't feel I'm more confident than I was last year or even when we started it, but I'm still Mm -hmm. not there yet. Even like we had Christmas and the family is over here. I still don't have that. Like I get angry when we, they talk about things. I'm just like, Oh, Mm -hmm. get out of here. You're going to burn in hell. You know, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, but I love them. I'm not, I'm not trying to be mad at them because I do love my family. We had a great time. It was fun, but that's where I'm at. I don't know. I'm just 
No, it gets fr- no, you're not. It's I get exactly what you're saying because I think we all kind of have that sense. Even first of all, the, there's a Bible verse in there. I always do this. Look, I'm looking at Seth because I'm like, and this one I can't think of either. I think it's in Corinthians where none of us knows anything. You're not as looking we at ought me. To know it. There's that Bible verse. No, yeah. you know, you no one knows anything as they ought to know it. Oh. Like some person might come before you and act like they're this great, spectacular Christian, and mm-hmm. I. I've been to seminary and I know the Greek and the Hebrew back and forth. And I understand the imperative mood and the, this and the, that, and the isogogics and exegesis and all these things. Uh, Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Right. Are you actually applying those things to your life? Mm -hmm. Are you actually living it out and sharing the love of Jesus? Are you actually going to the, out of your way to meet the, the woman and at the well kind of stuff? Are you actually Mm -hmm. genuinely living it out? And then someone like you, how you're saying that Alan, like, I don't know. Uh, or someone like me where I feel like I've studied a lot of things, but then all of a sudden you're exactly right. Ooh, do I, I can't remember that stuff or mm-hmm. am I going to do okay in this conversation that I'm about to have? We end up having this fearfulness about a mm-hmm. willingness to just share like family is here and all this and get frustrated, man, can we learn to die to ourselves and just give that up and say, mm-hmm. God, I know you've got it. If it's meant to be and give ourselves some grace, yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. share the gospel the best I can. And I'll be honest with you. I studied X, Y, and Z for some reason. It's not coming to my mind. If it's of you, Lord, I pray your spirit will give that to me and give me the words mm-hmm. and just use me as a mouthpiece. Cause I can't personally remember, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, can yeah. we kind of get to that place? It's, yeah. You know, give ourselves a little grace on stuff like that. I think yeah. I do have a story about the uh, Christmas dinner. <laughs> My wife, and this is uh, kudos to my wife. She did a great job. But like we sat down to eat and everybody got their plate and they're coming to eat and I'm doing stuff. And my mother, everybody's eating. And my mother-in-law comes in and she, she I love her. She's great. She's like, oh, Alan, I don't want to give an Asian action. She's Asian. You'd be racist. <laughs> oh, did you want to pray? You want to do your prayer before we eat? We already started eating. And she kind of laughed. And I go, no, I'm fine. I prayed. I know where I'm going when I die. I'm not going to hell. Oh boy. And I walked out <laughs> and my wife was like, so then we sat down at the table. I got mad. And I'm like, this is not how I should be. You know, I should have said, yes, let's pray. But I was like mad. Mm -hmm. So then my little nephew was talking about it. And he went to a Christian uh, Presbyterian preschool. Yeah. He's like, I don't understand it. And my wife did a really good job with everybody at the table explaining the gospel and doing stuff. And I was Mm -hmm. really proud of her. And I was like, that's how I should have done it. Yeah. But thank God for my wife. She's the best. She's a blessing. Anyway, that was... Was that a funny story or not a funny story? (laughs) You know, that's uh, what came to my mind is uh, that's an example of reacting over responding. Right. And I don't know if that's a, you know, hilarious. I loved it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I felt bad. I actually went in the living room and sat down and just watched football. And I was like, I got to go back. Uh, Gosh, don't we all do that though, dude? I can't tell you how many times I did. And I'm almost embarrassed. And my mother, I don't even think she meant anything by it. I think she was being genuine, Mm -hmm. but I was like, thought she wasn't. And I was mad. (laughs) I thought she was mocking me. No oh boy, and I don't think she was poor lady. Yeah. And you make fun of her in an Asian accent. Which I did not make an also Asian accent. super racist of you, but it's okay. I mean, yeah. she's the best. I know you meant we'll it well. We yeah. Love yeah. You didn't mean it mean or anything. No, not, <laughs> I love my mother in law. I've, I've actually known my mother in law since I was like 16 years old. So. Okay, listen, does your mother in law listen to this? No, okay, I don't want to because okay. she would not know how to get on and listen to it. Let me tell you a quick story that I'm going to digress momentarily. <laughs> I really like Alan's mother-in-law as well. And in fact, I years ago got to meet a bunch of, I don't know if it was her sister's family. We went, we were working partners together. I don't remember when, 20 years ago, easily mm-hmm. as cops. And we got to like go have food or something. And I love sushi. I still love sushi. It's my favorite. <laughs> I hate sushi. Uh, uh, oh, of course uh, you go do. Go figure. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> okay. So. Alan is like, hey, let's go meet my wife and my mother-in-law and all this. Stuff. This is way before we had kids. Oh, this is when we were doing the water treatment plant. 
I don't remember to be honest. Because we, we, we were going out throughout the valley. Okay. So and so, oh, maybe checking on sites check or something. Post nine eleven, there was yeah. a terrorist incident that happened nine eleven of uh, 01. I don't know if you know about it, Seth. <laughs> I think you were it was before you were born, I believe. But <laughs> so, like, uh, these terrorists attacked and they. Attacked. Was, okay, was, listen. All right. So we, at the time, of course, everyone overreacted. Not overreacted. Reacted probably properly. properly like yeah, let's protect everything, right? Like we don't know what's happening. So we were having to drive around and just check all the water treatment plants, whatever. electric plant. Okay. I, anyway, long story short, he's like, let's go meet my mother-in-law. I'm, I can't remember if it was the first time I met her or not, but he I was think like, it was. they're making a bunch of food and all this. We'll go eat there. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because I love Korean food, like mm -hmm. bulgogi and just all those, uh, you know, I just love uh, all the Korean restaurants. I love going to all those places. Love sushi. So he's like, this is going to be awesome because I don't really, at the time, I don't know if you do now, but I remember you didn't like sushi or you're like, I don't really like. I didn't like sushi at the time. Yeah, because I remember Alan was like, I don't really like the food, but it would be great if you show up because you like all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So like you and I will show up to the whole Kim family Kim and be Kim like, Kim oh, Kim. this is going to be awesome, bro. I literally, I was we walk in the house and it looked very pretty, by the way. And the only thing I remember, and by the way, it could have been a, a bite of bad fish or something, but he's, Alan's like, he loves sushi. And she had prepared this beautiful sushi platter. It was really pretty. I do remember even thinking like, wow, this is really pretty looking. And I grabbed this fat <laughs> hunk of sushi because I'm used to just crushing some sushi, mm -hmm. bro. And they're all looking at me. Now I got this family <laughs> looking at me like, they're so excited. This white guy showed up and he likes our food. This is awesome. And Alan's like, oh, he loves it. He's about to crush it. Bro, I put this thing in my mouth and I think it was maybe rotten. You know, like I was like, oh, I didn't know you were supposed to make sushi out of fish that you had out for a couple of days. I thought it was supposed to be super fresh. Yeah. And I didn't know you should put hot mayonnaise on it. You know, you that was also bad. And there was just a whole combination of things. <laughs> yeah. It was a flavor profile that I was not accustomed to when I went out for sushi or Korean food. <laughs> yeah. I put it in my mouth and she's smiling, looking at me. But Alan, everybody's, it's like a family party looking thing. Yeah. Bro, I, everything in me, my throat, if you can make your throat like jiggle like in the cartoons, because I was trying to throw up so bad, mm -hmm. like I wanted to throw up so bad. Yeah. Instead, I had to smile and be like, mm, this is delicious. Inside, I was like, huh, huh. I couldn't hold it in. And I had to chew it and swallow it. Everything in me. Kim, if you listen to this, please forgive me. She I'm does. sure the rest of the food was so delicious. But the one thing I threw in my mouth, I'm 100% sure, was the one they were like, I feel like this piece might be past its prime, but maybe, maybe we'll just put it out. You know, because last week when we had it out on the counter, it was expensive. Bro. That was, uh, but I remember them all being so kind, and, yeah. but I almost died that day. I almost died that day. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, she's a good cook. My kids, my daughter loves her cooking more than my wife's. Sorry, Kim. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think you know that already. <laughs> you know what, though? Sometimes in time, the mother-in-laws and stuff get better. My mother-in-law is one of my favorite cooks. She's yeah. one of the best cooks I know, but when I first got married, um, all her stuff was only mediocre. And my wife actually says her dad used to literally vomit because she was such a terrible cook <laughs> and she just has gotten so much better over time. All right. How's your, like, how's your wife? Is a cook? She's great. Oh. Great, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Uh, Does she uh, listen to this? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, the way you said it. Yeah. No, not going there. <laughs> no, no there are, like, I've already told you about the, the dry turkey my yeah. mom makes. So. Your mom. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. But uh, so compared to that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is low bar, man. All right. Uh, we want to wrap this up, or you got anything I, else? I guess so. I I, don't, I feel like we sort of touched on leap of faith. Maybe uh, next episode, next week, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And actually, now that Alan brought up reacting to a comment, again, we're always unscripted here. Let's maybe we can kind of jump into reacting versus responding. Finish up a little bit on um, leap of faith, and then 
next or no? next week. Next week, okay. yeah. yeah. And right. then uh, talk a little bit about the whole reacting versus responding that Perfect. we all have a tendency to do. All right. Sounds good. All right. Till next time. All right. See you guys have fun. Mm -hmm. Seriously, what does your wife cook like?